Tommy Lloyd and Arizona basketball gear up for a big December where I believe they will show everybody in college basketball just how dominant this team is. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. This show is brought to you by FanDuel, fanduel.com slash locked on. All right. Now, Arizona basketball is up for a big December. Now, as you all know, Arizona is ranked number two in the country. And I think there is a, uh, a belief among some, including myself, that Arizona is the best team in the country. Now, I know there's a couple people, including our guy Bruce Pascoe, that voted Arizona number three. Grr. But we still love Bruce. But Arizona, to me, checks off all the boxes um, for a variety of reasons. Last year, I felt that Arizona, as good as they were, and a two-seed to me was absolutely amazing, being that there were no NBA players on the team or frontline NBA or frontline starters who were NBA players. That's just kind of, you know, just kind of the way it is. Um but it always felt like it was a little bit of fool's gold because you didn't really have somebody at the end of the games in a big moment, not against like Oregon in like early Oct- or early uh, uh, January, but somebody in a big spot in an NCAA tournament position that just wanted to take the game over. You didn't really have that. Um, Ajulis Tabellis, uh, for all of his flaws or all of his strengths, was uh, one of his flaws was he generally was not a guy that embraced big moments. It's just Kind of the way it is. Kirk Carissa, I think a lot of times was far more of a distraction than a benefit. Um, we can go on and on. This year's team is a lot different. First of all, you obviously have somebody that wants the ball at the end of the game. Um, for good or for bad, Caleb Love 1,000% wants that basketball. And that is a uh, that is something that Arizona fans have not seen in uh, in years pa- or, you know, last year. Um now, Love might shoot some wildly bad percentages at times. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, he's also the dude that is also saying, all right, clear out. Give me this ball. I want to be able to take this game over. And that's exactly what he's done uh, against uh, Duke, where he would have made 35 free throws in a row at Cameron uh, to win that game. Uh, Michigan State, same way. Uh, got the steal. Got the free throw that clinched it. All of that. Um, and then Keisha Johnson, another dude that just wants the basketball. And again, these are things that I don't think that you can really uh, that you can really uh, underestimate. It's somebody that wants the ball that embraces those moments. Now, a big part of it is is that they've you know they've been in national championships games. They've been in Final Fours. Keisha last year was thirteen and four in the national title game against UConn. So again, none of this is really going to overwhelm them by any means. Um, but uh, and so far they've shown that. Against Duke, um, that Duke team is very good. Now, again, I think they're going to have some issues, but that Duke team, that Duke team is a very good basketball team, no doubt about it. Um, and to beat them in Cameron, that to me is still the best win of the season by anybody. And I don't think, honestly, that it's uh, that it's really even close. Um, I think that's the best win of the season. Then Arizona against Michigan State, they had a uh, they had a game where they jumped out big, and then. Um, Obviously, Michigan State then came back uh, by uh, hacking Umar Ballo each time, and Ballo wasn't able to make those free throws. We're going to get back to that in a minute. Um, but Arizona, though, was still able to show its intestinal fortitude and 
come out of there victorious. Big, uh, big, uh, big advantage right there for the cats. Um, and it also showed a certain amount of gumption. And ah, heck, we'll just talk about it now. But there is something that I think that uh, Arizona fans, uh, especially against good teams, need to keep an eye on, and that's Umar Ballo, leader of men. Um, and how he performs against teams down the stretch, because I think they're going to start fouling him. A big reason why is because um, he doesn't look like he wants those free throws. And for whatever reason, his free throws, uh, his free throws look far more timid than they did last year. And teams, you know, teams, uh, teams understand that. And that's something that uh, I think the Wildcats have to be prepared for, have to be ready for. Um, but overall, and we're uh, Mount Crevis is a dude that I think is going to probably get some time at that point. But that's kind of where we're at at this stage. Um, as far as every, Arizona kind of checks off every box, they're big up front. Uh, they're big and they're physical with Umar Ballo, leader of men, Keyshaw Johnson, Mount Crevis, all three of those dudes between 6'8 and 7'2 all bring in a lot of different uh, skills to the table. Uh, defensively on the perimeter, you got Pella Larson, who's one of the better perimeter defenders in the country. Um, uh, Caleb Love, who was really bought into it. Uh, Kylan Boswell, who is certainly no uh, slouch. And then you got players that can make plays off the bounce, something that Arizona didn't have at all last year. I think the stat with Kirk Kreese is that he shot like 19 shots within, you know, in the key last year. This year, it's a lot. This year's a lot different. Uh, Kylan Boswell can get into the paint. Uh, Caleb Love can get into the paint. Jaden Bradley can get into the paint. All these, there's a lot of guys that can just get into the paint and they can make plays happen. And I think that's where something that's unique that Arizona didn't have last year. Plus, they all buy in. You can tell that the camaraderie is good. There aren't the stupid distractions that somebody like Kerr brought. It seemed on a game by game basis. Um, and again, I don't mean that to be a beat up on Kerr here. My only issue with him was if you're going to talk all of that, that's fine, but you got to be better than a 38% shooter who every time the NCAA tournament comes around for whatever reason, you are absolutely nowhere to be found. Um, that to me was always an issue. This dude, this team has a bunch of dudes on it and they've shown that so far. And honestly, you've also got a bench that you didn't have before. Um, when you can bring someone like KJ Lewis off the bench and KJ Lewis is going to be, if he stays two years, KJ Lewis is going to be a lottery pick. That's how good he is. Again, body type, physicality wise, reminds me a lot of Hassan Adams. And that's obviously a very, very good thing. Um, I do think that with this squad, it will be fascinating to see exactly then where, um, where this, where you go forward then, because, um, I don't really know how much better this team can get from a gelling perspective because it seems like it's already kind of gelled, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But you got a big three game, uh, you got a big three game run coming up here uh, from early to uh, early to mid to late December that I think is going to really uh, uh, test everybody because it's going to be you're going to be essentially running the gamut of three drastically different teams and what they can provide. And that's what we're going to get into and what all of that means. But first, FanDuel. All right, say you want to bet on the U of A and you want to bet on, say, I don't know, um, Arizona and what uh, Arizona and say, uh, I don't know, FAU, for example. Say you got a little bit of inside information or something. And you're like, all right, well, I want to be able to uh, I want to be able to bet on this uh, game. 
fanduel.com backslash locked on again or slash locked on it makes life fun and it makes more uh, life more enjoyable let's say you're like me and uh, you don't like baseball for example guess what makes baseball interesting betting on it guess what makes it even more interesting when you know that your money's good check it out fanduel.com slash locked on as always you will thank me later Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we have got a lot to get to on this segment. All right, now we're going to start previewing this three-game uh, gamut. Again, Arizona plays Colgate uh, Saturday at 1. I expect Arizona to smash Colgate. Colgate stinks. Um, they're 4-3. and three. Um, I don't really worry at all about that game. Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Arizona starts out slow, something that generally tends to happen. But then after that, I think Arizona is going to smash Colgate. So then let's talk about the three games that you got in no particular order that I think are really going to uh, tell people where exactly Arizona is in the grand scheme of things. And the first one is uh, FAU. Now, FAU is a team that is very fascinating because you have so many guards on that team and they can all play. Um it's a squad that um, it's going to be as good a guard unit as Arizona has gone against all season. And it's going to be a fun matchup to be able to watch, say, uh, Caleb Love, Kylan Boswell, KJ Lewis, Jaden Bradley, et cetera, et cetera. Just shows you how much depth there is there. But that's going to be the unit where I, it's going to be fun to watch because, again, Arizona should be able to kill them down low. But um, FAU, as we all know, if you've got good guards, you can make a big difference and you can win any game because guards really guards are really kind of the one, uh, the one entity that, you know, can kind of take over a game. It's kind of like having a good quarterback for a uh, lack of a better term, where you've got the quarterback who can, um, you got the quarterback who can, um, you know, make up for the, a variety of deficiencies. When you got good guards, we've seen that before. Heck, I mean, and again, A.J. Bramlett uh, obviously became dominant in the NCAA tournament, but we saw that in 97. We've seen that in other examples. FAU is going to be a fun matchup there. I do believe that Arizona should be able to beat FAU um, because I think Arizona up front just has too many advantages that FAU doesn't have. But I will say that, um, I will say that I think it's also fair to say that, uh, um, this will probably be the best guard unit that Arizona is going to go against all season. So again, that's going to be a fun little aspect to keep, uh, to keep uh, watch of there. Um, I do expect Arizona to beat FAU though. Um, now then gets interesting. You got Purdue. First of all, what, uh, what says number one versus number two, like having the game on Peacock. Um, that's uh, again, that will be, uh, that will be fun. Uh, Arizona Purdue on Peacock. Um, listen, Purdue's very, very good, but as almost all Big Ten teams go, they strike me as a regular season team. They're definitely better than last year. They're more athletic than last year, but you still it's still essentially Zach Eady and a bunch of guys that would not start at Arizona. I think, now listen, it's going to be obviously essentially on Purdue's home court, so there's that. Purdue has a lot of advantages, plus it's the regular season, um, but... I think Arizona is just a better basketball team. I think if you were to hold a draft of the top eight players in this game, 
let's just say the top eight players. Obviously, Zach Eady goes number one. You can't really discount that. I understand that. But after that, then it becomes a lot of, uh, then I think Arizona's probably got six of the eight best players. And if you were to extrapolate that out to 12, I think Arizona's probably got eight of the 12 best players, something like that. Um, that's, uh, that's kind of where it is. And again, it's going to be a fascinating game. And again, I don't mean to besmirch Purdue, but they also lost in the first round last year. Obviously Arizona did as well, but Purdue again, when you've got teams like that, that are kind of more plotting, they don't do a ton for me. I think Arizona is just more explosive. I think more Arizona is more athletic. Um, I think this could be, this will be an interesting game for Umar Ballo because uh, Zach Eady is um, obviously a huge dude and he is the best player in college basketball. I get all that. Umar Ballo though, as strong as he is, I think should be able to push back on him a little bit and not only push back, be able to deliver, uh, I think somewhat of a, uh, if not a, um, if not a, uh, you know, obviously he's not going to play him even, but I think he's going to make life a little bit more difficult for him because it's going to be hard for Zach Eady to just back him down. I think Zach Eady's going to rely on a lot of hooks, a lot of turnarounds, things like that. Because there, I don't think I don't think there's anybody in college basketball that is strong enough to just push and back Umar Ballo down. Now it's going to be fascinating to see in that game what happens because I could also see Arizona going small and fronting Zach Eady or doing something where. You have somebody behind Zach Eady, and you have Keyshaw Johnson, who is uh, uh, rotating over from time to time to be able to obviously block a shot, be able to make something like that happen. Um, I think Arizona's got the horses to be able to match him. Um, again, he's going to get his. He's going to he'll end the game with twenty-two and twelve, something like that. But the rest of the players on the team don't really scare me. And I think it, in games like this, this is where I think Caleb Love could have a big game. Uh, KJ Lewis off the bench is always somebody that you could see going for 14 and nine, something like that, just because of how athletic he is. Uh, Kylan Boswell, we've already seen against Duke, what he can do in big spots. Um, again, Purdue might win that game, but I think that Arizona is the better basketball team. And I, again, maybe it's just me being a homer, but I think Arizona is the best basketball team in the country. That's how good I think Arizona is. Um, now when it comes to, uh, you know, what that, what this game would mean, Obviously, Arizona at this stage, if you win two of these three games, we'll get to uh, Alabama in a second. Uh, these are all, these are resume boosters for sure, because the Pac-12 stinks. The Pac-12 is absolutely terrible. Um, you got uh, UCLA to me does absolutely nothing. Uh, USC is interesting. Oregon, I was a little worried about, but now with Dante and Biddle out, um, I don't necessarily worry about them. Uh, they just kind of seem to be injuries. Uh, you know, they just kind of seem to be snake bit. And again, that's just kind of a, that's just kind of the way that is. Um, but again, these are, these are resume boosters. These are opportunities for the Wildcats to be able to get it. And then against Alabama, I wish that Arizona was playing a team like Arkansas, quite frankly, because I would like to see a team that, um, is long and athletic in essentially every position. I'd like to see how Arizona matches up against that. Alabama to me is a little bit, um, Alabama to me is kind of a poor man's Arkansas in that, again, I get that uh, Arkansas has been up and down this year and they're going to probably continue to be up and down, but I just don't think that Alabama is smart or good enough uh, to beat Arizona. I think Arizona is going to take care of business in that game. Um, but I am going to be curious to see what the athleticism quotient looks like, because I think there is something to be said for that. Um, but overall, Arizona and Alabama, mm, 
Um, I expect Arizona to take care of business there. And then in between Wisconsin, I think they stink. Um, I think Arizona should be able to handle them. I think Arizona is going to probably go into the Pac-12 play with one loss. And I think they're going to breeze through Pac-12 play, maybe have one or two losses max. And I think you're probably looking at something like a 35-3 and team. And a big reason why is because of the depth that they have that we're going to discuss next. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, now, let's talk a little bit about the depth that this squad has. Now, um, I think the I think this is the best team since uh, 2003, Arizona, uh, honestly. And um, because to me, that team was, that, keep in mind, that team was ranked number one for almost the, uh, well, it was for like six, seven weeks, something like that. That was the team that went in and beat Kansas in, uh, that was the team that went in and uh, beat Kansas in, in Fog Allen. Uh, it was obvious where Salim just went crazy in the second half. Um, that was a that was a team that had five double digit scores on the perimeter, and not only did they have five double digit scores on the perimeter, they had players that uh, coming off the bench like Hassan Adams that averaged nine a game. Didn't quite get to ten, but they were right there at uh, they were right there at that uh, at that stage. Um, you know, remember Jason Gardner, Salim Stoudemire. Uh, Ricky Anderson, Luke Walton, Channing Fry, all five double digit scores. And then after that, you had, uh, you had, um, Hassan Andre coming off the bench this year's depth. All five of these guys in the starting lineup are going to have, uh, are going to be double digit scorers. Um, Kylan Boswell going to average in double figures. Caleb Love going to average in double figures. Pella Larson going to average in double figures. Um, and not only is uh, are all these guys going to average in double figures, they'll it'll be an easy double figures. Um, but then after that, off the bench, Mount Crevis. Can Mount Crevis get a? Uh, can Mount Crevis be in there? I think Mount Crevis is probably going to average double figures because there's going to be a lot of games where he is um, he is basically uh, he basically he's going to get twenty points against some really bad teams. He's going to be able to beat up on them, and not only is he going to be able to beat up on them. He's going to be able to beat up on, uh, and I think basically, um, I think he's going to be about an 11 or 12 point per game scorer this year, kind of a preview to next season. Um, but I do think that it's, uh, I think, I do think at this stage in the game, it's also fair to say that, um, you're probably going to have six double digit scores. And not only are you going to have six double digit scores, you're going to have a, uh, you're going to have a, uh, a group of players that, um, are able to uh, take over on a game-by-game -game basis. And when you've got that kind of depth, when you've got that kind of quality depth, it makes a real uh, makes a real problem for teams. Because keep in mind, you got those six guys, but then coming off the bench, you also have uh, Crevis, who we just talked about, is going to be a double-digit guy, uh, K.J. Lewis, and Jaden Bradley. Jaden Bradley's got to get some love here because Jaden Bradley's going to be a starter here at some point. And not only is he going to be a starter at some point, He's going to be the dude that uh, I think is going to take and make some big shots. You certainly saw that against Michigan State, where he was not at all scared to take and make that shot, and he did it. That was kind of where it was. Uh, again, that's kind of where it was at with him. But he is. Uh, this team is just deep, and I think that's where I think that's where it separates. Uh, I think that's where this completely separates uh, everything because not only are they deep, 
but you also know that they are going to uh everybody fits a role everybody knows everybody knows exactly where they're supposed to be and um not only that they play well together so again you have no dead weight how many times um how many times in the past have you uh have we watched um where uh Arizona or, you know, any good team, they bring in a guy and you're like, all right, we just got to be able to bide some time um, before, you know, we get the starters back in. That's not the case with this year's squad. And that's not going to be the case because all these dudes have a big part to play. Um, there is no, there are no Daniel Dillons out there. There are, uh, these are all players that can absolutely play basketball and they're big time contributors. Again, I think this is uh I think this is the best team in the country. I think this is Tommy Lloyd's best team. And you got to give Tommy Lloyd a lot of credit here because he took inventory of what happened in the last two marches, especially last year. And I think he realized that, man, we don't really have a tough team out here. Not only do we not have a tough team, we don't have guys that are embracing these moments. He went out and he got players that embrace these moments. And I think that's where it's uh that's where you got to really tip your cap to him because player you brought in Caleb Love, you brought in Keyshawn Johnson, you brought in Jaden Bradley, all these players have already shown that they embrace these type of moments, and that's something that is very, very impressive. Okay, so you got Arizona Colgate coming up uh, tomorrow. Again, um, this is one of those games. Don't even really need to preview it. I expect Arizona to take care of business against Colgate. Not only do I expect Arizona uh, to take care of business, I think Arizona is going to smack Colgate um, because then you got uh, you got a week off. December 9th is the next game. And I think Arizona wants to probably be on uh, having some pretty good vibes by that point going into that next uh, going into that last game. But again, no better time to be an Arizona Wildcat football and basketball fan. Uh, both teams in the top 15. Obviously, uh, Arizona football is killing it. Um, we'll be talking a ton about them and Arizona basketball ranked two in the country. No better time to be a Wildcat fan. But as always, really appreciate you guys making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Mike Luke. We will be back with you post-game show. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats.